Welcome to FestPod, the unofficial download festival guide. I'm Neil Wilkinson. This is the place for news and rumours about the festival, advice for going, and where you can have your say too. So now let's welcome my fellow host, Lee Ellingham. How the devil are you? Good evening. Uh, I'm currently trying to avoid um, getting my face bitten off by my my dog, Oscar. Oh dear. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to introduce him to the world of heavy metal and he seems to be taking the moshing a bit too seriously. Oh, I like that though. I mean, I could imagine, yeah, you're training him to be a sort of download dog. Yeah. For the rest of the, the time when you're not at download. I like that. Yeah, he's just not. He's not. He's not red though. So he's he's almost a download dog. That can yeah, be seen... fixed. Have you seen that people paint? No, they don't paint them. And they sort of dye their dogs different colours. Have you seen that? That's evil. <laughs> <laughs> it's not permanent. I don't think. I think it washes out. I should hope not. <laughs> um, so uh, I have been very busy this uh, last few weeks with uh, driving um, all around the country through all the wind and rain and stuff like that. So I am uh, windswept. It's probably the best way of describing me this week. Um, so, <laughs> uh, that aside, welcome to the podcast. Find us on the socials by looking for FestPod or by going to festpod.co.uk. Say hi, ask our advice about download, or just chime in with whatever you want, as some people have done this week, and we shall be answering one or two questions that were sent to us later on. So let's get started with festival news. We have a lot to cover this episode. We have had some announcements. We've had a brand new, um, what do we call it now? A, a, a poster, a festival poster. There's, there's a better word to describe it than that. It's 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 a baby blue poster. Yes. I mean, I think that's the only way to describe it. <laughs> do you know what? I love it. I know, obviously, being metal fans, and uh, we're used to the black, the reds, uh, sort of gothic sort of colours, but I'm sorry, baby blue, it works. I really, I really like the new poster. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting to see some merchandise in baby blue, uh, and lots of blue t-shirts and lots of. Do you remember in 2017 they randomly had a, a hoodie with a blue Download Festival logo on it, which didn't match anything else. <laughs> it was just on its own. There were no other things with it on. But I bought one. Well, then it's 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 unique at the minute until yes. probably this year's festival when everything will be blue. Yes. So, uh, what are the differences in this? Po- Is this a full poster? Um, no, not yet. So, the new poster, the new blue poster, it's not the full lineup. No, they do not specify on the poster more acts to be announced as they um. usually do. However. Um, I have it on good authority that there is at least one more band to be announced, um, and that's through the the Kerrang, uh, Marshall Records, and Planet Rock Radio uh, competition, The Deal. So for those of you that haven't heard about The Deal, basically, it's a battle of the bands, and it's between 25 bands overall, five bands per week. Um, we'll go through to voting, um, voting by the fans, and the top two bands per week will then get put through to a um, panel uh, down to 10 finalists that will be chosen by experts. Um, oh. Whomever, whomever they may be. We're not I experts. Imagine... We're not on this. No, we're not experts. Christ. Um, I imagine they'll be down down to like a panel from Kerrang! or Planet Rock Radio or even Marshall Records, obviously. 
Um, and the prize to the winning band is a record deal with Marshall. There is a cash prize to go along with it. And this band will be opening up the Avalanche stage um, at Download Festival. So I can guarantee there will at least be one more band. Um, wow, that's a great it, prize. It is. I think it's fantastic. I mean, I, I, I see a lot of Battle for the Bands or Battle of the Bands, sorry, on, on, on Instagram and other socials. Uh, I know Bloodstock do uh, Metal for the Masses every year. And it's these sort of competitions that I try to I try to push and plug on our socials purely because these bands one day could be the big bands. Um, and as if they're starting out, they haven't been signed yet, it'd be really good for them to be signed. They're putting all their effort and all their passion into this craft that not a lot of us can do. And I think, yeah. Get in there I'd early. Pu- if you, if, so this band that wins, get in there early and see them before they get big and signed and massive and as big as Iron Maiden. Exactly. How do we know, let's say, for example, one of the bands that has um, already been part of the competition, we are currently on the fourth week, um, Our Hollow, Our Home. Now, whilst these guys do already run their own festival um, at Halloween, um, these guys could be massive in, say, 15 years' time, 20 years' time. They could be huge. They could be headlining the main stage at Download. And how good would it be to say, we saw them first? Well, let's hope they're any good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, the the voting is happening on the socials, is it? So yes. So you could, um, if you if you were to Google the deal Kerrang, it'll be the first one at the top. Um, you get to listen to five tracks by the five bands currently for that week, and then you get to vote. Um, obviously, once you've listened to them all, or if you already know the bands, just vote anyway. Um, we're currently on. Um, coming to the end of the fourth week. So there's only one more week left. Um, so, I mean, potentially in the next three, four weeks, we will have another band announcement. Nice. On the so we haven't got long to wait, have we? Um, so um, who actually is confirmed on this new lineup poster? Okay, so um, I'm going to start from Friday through to Sunday. Um, on the main stage, um, the, the last... Logo spot has been given to Skin Dread. Ah, uh, yes. The Newport helicopter is returning to download. I'm I'm fairly excited by this. Obviously, they played at the pilot. They played at 2019. Um, they're download they're regulars. The, they are download regulars. They're one of the bands that I'd like to call old reliable because you know for a fact they will bring a decent show. When you took uh, me to see them for the first time, um, it must have... I don't know. Was that 2019? It was, yeah. I loved seeing them. I think they just have they bring such an energy to the to the to the festival that actually I don't think anybody else does. No, do you know what? I totally agree. Um, there has been a lot of um, kickback on on you know the forums and what, whatever about being oh skindred again, but you know all what? them forums <laughs> exactly. And you know what? You can guarantee there will be thousands of people at the main stage going nuts and swinging their shirts in the air for skin dread. It always so, is. And people yeah. being carried across people's shoulders on various inflatable items. That always happens. Exactly. I think it's a great booking. Um, and yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing them. I am. I'll be there. Who else have we got? So on the second stage was announced um, Skinned. 
Um, they, these guys have been described, or this artist, sorry, has been described as in, in it's industrial rock with a true crime genre um, theme, which sounds really, really intriguing. Mm. And I gave them a listen to the other day, and it turns out they have collaborated with uh, Jonathan Davis from Corn. Um, so yeah, so this is this is um quite an exciting again, like I said, industrial type rock um, uh, artist that is definitely worth a see if you get the opportunity. Oh, they sound good actually. I think I'll I'll, I'll pop along. Mm-hmm. Um, on the third stage um, for Friday, there was announced um, Kid Brunswick. This is a solo act from West London. And if I had to describe him or compare him to absolutely anything, I'd, I'd say the very, very similar sound and vocals towards Bring Me the Horizon, which is never a bad thing, because obviously the amount of um, the amount of press and the amount of uh, publicity that Bring Me the Horizon get at the minute, especially positive press. So I'm yeah, interested. Your- you say this is a solo artist. Is he a one-man band? Is he playing all the instruments himself? No, he won't be having the drums on his back and the harmonica by his mouth and all that sort of thing. <laughs> I would love that, no. though. <laughs> so the sort of sound that I get from him, he may be, it might be an artist with, again, a backing track and then he's just he's doing some sort of singing and rapping in front of it. Mm. Or um, it will be his music, again, his his drums, his bass, his guitar, but obviously he'll have a band backing him up. Ah. Um, but we will see. We will. Um, yeah, I listened to his music again the other the other night, and again, it's a very good, it's a very good booking, especially for that position on the on the um in the tents in yeah. the Avalanche stage for the Friday. Um, another band that has been announced for the Friday is a band called Red Fang. They're on the fourth stage, and I describe this band as a classic dad rock, um, classic dad rock band. Okay. Um, which, to be fair, the type of music they're playing, it will truly complement the other artists that are around them um, on that Friday. So right. it's a very much a a classic rock evening on the fourth stage on the Friday. Okay. I think, do you know what? I went In my journey through metal, I think I started at classic rock and I've progressed through to the other <laughs> variants uh, now. So I don't know whether I'll be that excited to see that, but I'm sure they're very good. Yeah, I mean that's the perfect thing about download is is again they when it comes to rock and metal the variety is 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 huge, mm. um, which again coming on to the 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 next band that was announced um, for the fourth stage they are opening up the Dog Two stage on the Friday, um, they are a band called Heriot, it's spelled H E R I O T so okay. it's either uh, Heriot or Heriot. I don't know. I'm not sure. Should we sure. go with Harriet? <laughs> Let's go with Harriet. Um, they are a black metal hardcore three piece from Swindon. Um, and that's well and truly on my to see list. Wow. Um, because they, it, I mean, I, I get blown away by, by black metal and death metal and that sort of thing. So Do they blow you away. There's the first innuendo of the night. I'm making Back more of an effort this episode. Yeah. Um, yes, they do. Um, do you enjoy yes, it? I, I do enjoy it. I do enjoy being blown away by Harriet. Okay. So you'll be seeing um, them? I will be, yes. They're opening up the, the Dogtooth stage on the Friday, so that could potentially be the first band of the weekend for me. I love the Dogtooth stage. I will be there most of the weekend. I mean, it's, it's those... Because there's so much that goes on yeah. 
in that tent. There's mm. so many bands. I mean, I think the minimum amount of bands on that stage throughout the weekend is about 10. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, there might be short sets, but you get so much variety and so yeah. much. It's almost like a small club gig. I have seen more awesome. bands there that I have continued to follow afterwards than on any other stage, which is why I like it so much. Because some of the bands on the other stages I'm not as keen on. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about the Dogtooth stage or what makes it so special for me or why it fits my taste so much. But that's the where I have the most fun, definitely. Hey, I, I totally agree with you. I'm, 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 I'm 100% on your wavelength with that. Mm. Um, so then we move on to Saturday. Um, so the next band is opening up the second stage um, on the Saturday. A uh, band called Dirty Honey. They're an LA-based. Ooh, dirty hard, Honey. <laughs> dirty Honey. Mm. They're an LA-based hard rock, blues rock type band. Again, it fits more into that classic rock t- type of genre, mm. um, which again would be a nice. It, to me, it sounds like it was as if it'd be a nice, calming um, opening for the Saturday when we were all dying of hangovers from the, from the first from yeah. the first night. It's not thrash metal to wake you up it's a sort of to ease you in isn't it to the to the day that's it yeah uh um another band that's being announced for the saturday on the fourth stage is a band called will haven um this is a full band it's not just one person called will haven is a drum on his back because, and a harmonica <laughs> yeah no because i had to double check that it wasn't just one person called will haven right okay um and this is a californian band with incredible um heavy influences from deftones really which on paper to me and i don't i don't want to be horrible but on paper to me that sounds amazing Mm. but if you listen to them it is very 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 similar and to have them on the same day as deftones i think is a bit mm, oh they could have spread they could have spread that type of music out a little bit but but it, I mean, it could still work. Um, I'm not Andy Carr. I'm not the big booker of the festival. So what the fuck do I know? Okay, so the next um, artist, again, on the fourth stage, is an artist called Dana D. Sorry, Dana Dentana. Oh, okay. That's, I like that name. That's cool. Hmm. So this artist um, is a unique blend of rap, rock, and hardcore. Sounds like um, you're reading from their website there. No, I'm reading from my book where I wrote the notes. Oh, this is your own notes. This sounds very uh, <laughs> like they've written it, <laughs> doesn't it? No. Do you know what I mean? I know, I know exactly what you mean, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not plagiarising anybody. Christ. Okay. Um, yeah, so I watched the video, video on YouTube, um, and it's not quite what we would uh, traditionally get a download. Oh, this is... I like it when this happens. Go on, why? It's, it's sort of a, sort a hip-hop, rap, goth type feel to it. And I find that quite interesting. A hip-hop, um, goth, rap. Mm. Wow. Um, <laughs> okay. And I don't want to say she, because obviously I don't want to m- mispronounce any pronouns, of course, obviously for anyone that um, uh, obviously does that. But... Um, yeah, they're very, very interesting sort of blend of musical genres that I'm, I've got in capital letters in my book here, check out. And I definitely will be, um, trying to, trying to check, check them out, obviously in June. 
So it's something that won't tick everybody's boxes. Oh, no. But then again, fuck me. Like, you've only got a skim through Facebook and the forum and Instagram, and you realise that nobody likes anything that's downloaded every year anyway. (laughs) Why does anybody go? Everybody says it's so shit. Exactly. Yeah, I will. You can't please everybody. And, you know, I don't know how they please anybody, to be honest, because you can't. I mean... No, exactly. It's such a hard Um, job they've got, isn't it? Yeah, and that's where that's where I do feel for them. I mean, a, a lot a lot of people have again they've they've complained about like the skin dread being on the bill, but no, the people that are booking them know for a fact that skin dread will bring thousands of people to that main. They're going to sell tickets. People want to see them. Exactly. So I mean, again, whilst we all think we know better than the experts, unfortunately, we don't. And I think they should be applauded for for bringing in bands that aren't the usual and are perhaps on the, the, like, the periphery of, of, of rock and metal and, and people who we wouldn't normally have seen. I like that. I do. I do I do like the variety. Obviously, you go to download for, you know what you're going to get with some bands. Again, Korn, Deftones, Maiden, you know, you know what you're going to get with them. But again, lower down the bill, yeah, to bring in these sorts of bands or artists that are not as niche. And yeah, it, it makes my weekend a bit more exciting. And if you don't want to see them, you don't have to see them. That's the beauty of a festival. Go to a different exactly. stage if it's not your but thing. But people don't seem to realise that, though. Yeah, they'd rather complain on the internet. Oh, exactly. <laughs> so who else have we got? There can't be many more. So, uh, we've got, I believe, six more. Okay, go on. Yep, so the the last band that was announced for the Saturday uh, in this announcement is a band called Banks Arcade. Uh, they're from New Zealand. And... I am taking a quote when I say this next one, so I am directly quoting. Um, They're heavily influenced by North Lane, who's an Australian band who we've seen, I think, in 2017. Um, Deftones. And The Weeknd. The Weeknd's album. As in the the pop act. The pop act, the R&B, the hip-hop artist. Um, His album, The Weeknd... I'm sorry. His album, Trilogy... Mm was three discs. I must have had like about 60 tracks on it, all demos from his early days before he became obviously as big as he is now. I have that album. It is sick. And I am very, very much interested to see what the live show is like, considering it's just, it's thrown three bands that aren't near each other really on a genre spectrum. You've Mm. got North Lane, Deftones and The Weeknd. Yeah. (laughs) I'm intrigued. And I would like to hear that actually. Yep, again, listen to them the other day. I can definitely back up that those influences you can definitely hear and wow. I will be seeing that I'll be seeing them 100%. Great. The great booking from what you from the way you you've described it. Did I describe that well? I I think I would like to I'd like to pat myself on the back. I thought I described that quite well. Let's pat yourself. In fact, so why don't we have a sound effect? No, not that one. Not that one. Not that one. Not that one. There we are. Yay. Uh, Thank uh, you. Uh, Thank just you. Thank you to, just a clap. We'll just give you the clap there. There you go. No, don't give me the clap. I don't want the clap. <laughs> anyway, go on. <laughs> on to Sunday's bands. On to Sunday's bands. Um, the first band that was announced for the Sunday on the main stage, Ailstorm. Oh, brilliant. Um, do you know of the controversy? The cunty cunt. Controversy behind Ailstorm at the minute. No, I don't. Oh, well. Um, so, 
right, so the good things about Ailstorm, firstly, they are again Scottish Scottish pirate metal. Um, oh, they Scottish? Fantastic. I hadn't realised that. They are a fantastic act. They they have a right old party when they come to any festival, or any gig. Yeah. And it is an absolute riot. Mm. Saw them at Bloodstock a few years ago, and it was one of the best shows I've seen uh, ever. And so, if you can ignore what I'm about to say, then yes, go and see them. Oh dear, I don't like what's. This doesn't sound good. So, there seems to be a bit of a falling out between. Um, a couple of the band members of Ailstorm and Glory Hammer. So Glory Hammer share a couple of the um, the artists in the band. Um, it's like a, a second band to, um, mm-hmm. I think, the lead singer. There's a big falling out, and they leaked a WhatsApp group that has so much uh, racism, misogyny, and other disgusting oh, things. No. And when they tried to almost defend themselves, it's um, they were quoted saying, "We do not believe the things that we've said in this in this um, group chat. It was it's purely trying to one up each other with really dark, disgusting humour." Oh God, that's and I mean, dangerous. Exactly, that's the perfect way to describe it. That's playing with fire because, yeah, as what's happened, if you piss off somebody in that group chat, you publish that. That's your reputation down the pisser. And unfortunately, um, some people have kicked off that they've, they've been put on um, on the lineup. And if you can separate yourself from the controvers- controversy to the artist, then fine. But, oh, I God. Mean, oh, no. See, it's like any time any other big famous people end up in the news for the wrong reasons and you like their music, it's always that awful journey of having to think, well, I like the music, I really like it, it makes me feel good, but I, like, I don't like the person, they've really upset me and all of this stuff. And it's just a mm-hmm. horrible personal journey that you have to go through. Oh no, I totally agree. Um, I don't I'm, honestly like it sounds bad. I don't know where I stand with it because I mean I've known people that have that that awful that god awful sense of humour where they try to one up each other with the really dark shit. Mm. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I mean people in their position shouldn't really be, or nobody should be doing that. I mean, where where does where does that sort of thing stop where do people like draw the line it's not to me it's not funny yeah i don't but think I so- i'd like that very much it no. sounds awful no i mean again I, I sort of see their excuse i sort of see what they're doing and it's not meant to mean harm but then it, like it's come out publicly so it's going to cause harm so yeah i, I mean they're an absolute riot of a band to see live but at the same time, yeah, no, it, this this whole WhatsApp thing is is it's got it's got to make you question whether or not you go and watch them. In my opinion, yeah, um, and uh, this is actually from last year, isn't it? All this it is, yeah. Obviously, during the height of the pandemic, and obviously, um, yeah. So, if 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 you want to uh, read up on that for yourself, um, it's just google it it's there and uh, you can you can look at what they've they've written for yourself um as unpleasant as it is and make your own mind up basically because we can't do it for you no but let's move on yes um do you remember the band yonaka 
that played at the pilot. Yes, and I remember the interesting conversations we had about how to pronounce Yonaka, Yonakas, Yonaka, Yonaka, my knackers, whoever's knackers. So do you know what? I've actually, funnily enough, I've just been watching your videos from the pilot. Have you? Before. Yeah, and we did. We were trying. It was we were trying to pronounce Yonaka or uh, Vukovi <laughs> for coffee. Yes, I remember. Yeah, um, and yeah. So the name aside, mm. obviously they played. They played the main stage at the pilot. Um, and I would describe these guys as it's a, it's a very pop rock, which I do really enjoy. I do enjoy good melody and vocals. Um, There's along room with for it. a bit of pop rock. There's room for exactly. It. Um, I enjoy like sort of very very pleasant melody with with vocals into sort of like again guitars and and drums and stuff like that. And it's it, it, they are to me a very easy band to listen to and enjoy. And again, I've put in capital letters next to their name. Go and see them. They will be on the fourth stage on the Sunday, uh, just before Miles Kennedy comes on. Great. Um, also on the fourth stage is a band called Orbit Culture. Oh, um, that rings a bell, actually. I thought so too. Um, so I've obviously done done a little bit of digging, try and find find out a little bit more about them. And I I believe they are a modern heavy metal band, and by that I mean the the, the verses they're quite aggressive. They do the sort of the growling vocals, which is really really interesting. But then when it comes to the choruses and almost the bridges, they've got a very James Hetfield from Metallica sort of feel about it. Have they? Um, which is never a bad thing. <laughs> how, <laughs> how, how big and how good Metallica are, but I mean at the same time, like yeah, I've got next to their name as well um, to see them. So yeah. I want to check them out. Oh, they're on your um, your chart, are they? Your um... yeah. No, I had oh, I had fun updating that yesterday when that <laughs> announcement hit. Oh, I was on the spreadsheet straight away. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else on the fourth? So two more acts on the fourth stage. So this one is incredibly interesting. You, I think you said. Um, I think it might have been twenty eighteen. You quoted RuPaul's Drag Race to where Dave and I had no idea what you were on about, but somebody else replied back to you um, from one of the tents. I vaguely remember that happening. Re- so, I, well, you've got a better memory than I have because I've got no memory of that. Do you know what I said? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> <It goes>. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I remember, I, remember you, I remember you quoting something from RuPaul's Drag Race and you said to us, do you, not, do you guys not watch it? And, I was, and obviously I explained, no, I don't, blah, 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 blah. Keep that in mind. This artist is called Bimini. Oh, Bimini, one, yes. Bimini, sorry, yep. Was the runner-up for, for the most recent RuPaul's Drag no Race. No way. Really? This is an East London drag queen. Again, probably best known for RuPaul's Drag Race being runner-up. And the only way that I can describe this this person's music um, is it's a British rap pop. Think of Phil Daniels from Park Life. I'm still I'm actually just blown away that Bimini Bonboulash is going to oh, be yeah. playing Tablet Festival. I, I'm still trying to process that. No, process away. I'll give you all the time you need. That's bizarre. Because again, again, I I watched a video of um, of theirs yesterday. And I thought, yeah, this could work. This could really work. And I believe it was it was it was it was RuPaul that that said that punk rock 
what's a, what's a, what, how could you describe punk rock it's going against the establishment going against the um almost shaving against the grain as 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 as, as they say yes. and that's what being drag or this is this is how RuPaul describes it is that's what being drag is all about it's yeah. punk rock it's being different and i think i think um how am i saying this right bimini yeah bimini but well that's how i know it yeah bimini bamboo yeah. rash and i think they fit the bill perfectly oh fantastic i can't i will be in the audience to see them actually i i uh i don't know if i actually watched that season um but i i am aware of bimini and will go along and support yep so they're on the fourth stage they by the looks of the poster they're on before fox jaw so to me that's a, that's a good little back-to-back for me yes exactly um so yeah i think i'll definitely be seeing them seeing them too yes and the last but not least, let's double check. This is the last one. Yes, it is. The Velveteers, um, Colorado trio. Um, they have been described as too scuzzy and aggressive for retro rock. Too scuzzy. Too scuzzy and aggressive for retro rock. Mm. Um, I listened to them yesterday. Not my sort of rock music. Not my sort of um, <laughs> okay. music to listen to. However, um, the, the, the this type of genre is quite pleasant and quite pleasing to loads of people so right. um it's, it's ticking somebody's boxes but not yours it's ticking somebody's boxes and yeah go and see them just just do you know what, just in case if you're walking past and you find any band this uh, that weekend you think oh do you know what i'm gonna pop in go and pop in and see them you might like them mm. unfortunately um because of whatever reasons uh there have been five dropouts um so, unfortunately, of Mice and Men, Joyous oh. Wolf, Obituary, J.J. Wilde, and Gender Roles will not be performing at Download in 2022. Oh, and unfortunately, no. Gender Roles have completely split up. Oh, no, um, that's terrible. More band con- controversy. Oh, um, no, not apparently more. Apparently, one member of the band has done or said or acted in a way that has totally, ma- totally de- decided that the band can no longer continue. Oh my god! Which is which is unfortunate. There's always one person that fucks it up for everyone. Oh no, that's shame, isn't it? I, there was there was no details on it, so I can't dish the goss on that. <laughs> Fine, okay. We'll just we'll have to make it up for ourselves. We can imagine what's yeah. happened. Okay, well that's a shame. So we're, so are they? Uh, have those slots been filled? They have been filled. Um, obviously, while there are still other spaces left on the lineup, um, obviously the fourteen acts that, w- that um, we've just gone through, um, they will have fitted into those slots somewhere. Okay. There's also been um, a couple of stage moves. Oh, was there? Um, That's unusual, oh, yeah. isn't it? Um, well, because of all the dropouts, um, um, maybe some of these bands have been bumped up, and then they've got in smaller, more unknown bands into their position. Yes. The first one I'm going to mention is um, as everything unfolds, my homies from High Wycombe um, have been bumped up to the Friday and they've been put onto the third stage instead of the fourth, which is a huge move for them. Um, quite a young band again from my neck of the woods, and I'd love to be able to just plug them as much as I can because, like I said, my homies are from from where I grew up. So go and check them out because they are really, really good. They haven't dropped out, but you would like to plug them. Ah, oh, see these innuendos are just flowing brilliantly. Yes. We we have not done this or done the innuendo thing properly for a good few episodes. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're on it. Yes. Because my mind is out of the gutter as it as it seems, compared to you. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. I'm on. I'm on the ball this week. Mm. This this time on the balls this week. <laughs> yes, I got one. Yeah, there there we go. Right, the next band that has moved stage, and there was massive hype about this because there's a lot of people seem to agree that Spirit Box should have been much higher on the lineup. Mm. Um, I totally agree with that. They've been pumped up to the third stage. Um, so they're in the bigger tent of the two. Um, I believe they should be higher. But at the same time, the time slot that they're going to get on the third stage will be probably bigger than what they would get on a lower down stage, a lower down slot yeah. on, say, the second stage or the main stage. And it just so happens that, again, for this evening, the 25th of February, 2022, um, their tickets went on sale for their headline show in Islington on the 13th of June, and the tickets sold out within under a minute. Oh, my God. Wow. How big's the venue? That Islington, I'm not 100%. I'm not... Do you know what? I'm on the internet. Let's have a butcher's. Let's have a, a pat butcher's. Let's uh, shake those earrings and look at Google. It's only an 800 capacity venue. Oh, right, okay. Why so small? <laughs> that, no, hang on. That's, that's quite... That's annoying. Because, obviously, it's a great thing that they've been able to sell out the venue, but surely, surely at Live Nation, they should be saying, right, if we bump them up and people are in- encouraging the bump up and excited by the bump up, surely... Yeah. A venue of 800 is not enough, especially if it's one. It's a one-off headline show. Obviously, yeah, thousands of people are going to get to see them at download, but then... It's almost like a warm-up show, isn't it, that? Yeah, like that, I mean, that surely that should be before download. But oh, is that after? It's, <laughs> right, okay. It's on, it's on the, it's, yeah, it's on the Monday after. Oh, so if you So, yeah, if you've seen them on the, if you've seen them on the Friday, you've then... Um, probably got a drive home or get back on a coach or whatever from wherever you're from probably quite hung over into london to go and see them at a venue that's gonna be really small that's gonna be quite a gig though isn't it i imagine so um i think i think the tent um at, at download they say the bigger tent at the two tents is going to be absolutely rammed yeah um and i think the those at live nation are going to be kicking themselves thinking fuck we should have put them in a bigger venue they could certainly but, do it, couldn't they? Oh, definitely. I 100% agree. So, uh, Bawdy Takeover bands have all self-confirmed. They've RSVP'd to say, yes, we'll be there. However, tomorrow is lost, have had to pull out, which is obviously a shame. But Viridian have jumped in to save the day and bring the total bands back up to seven. So that is Bawdy Takeover, if you're going to pay attention to that. Um, Then we've also got 2,000 Trees announcing bands at the moment. Seven Days of Trees, which is a nice way of uh, doing, I think. Uh, We're currently on day three as we record this, and already announced are Puppy... Which is lovely. Um, do they have puppies, do you know? I mean, it'd be a shame if they didn't have puppies on stage with them, but, I mean, the puppies might get scared with the loud music oh, and loud noises. Oh, this is very true. I'd forgotten about that. I'm uh, sure they were scheduled to... I'm sure they were scheduled to play uh, the download that hasn't happened. Really? I'm sure they were on the, origin, I'm sure they were on the original um, 2020 poster. 
I can't say that. Calver Louise and Strange Bones are already announced, so we'll be posting on our Insta story all the bands that do get announced subsequently, so keep an eye on that. If you aren't on our Instagram, by the way, do have a look. Uh, Just search for FestPod and you'll find us. For some weird reason, there's another account also called FestPod. I don't really know what they're up to, but they haven't posted for years. Um, So if you're looking for specifics, it's fest.pod that we are on Instagram. But search for FestPod and you will find us. And give us a little follow. We might even follow you back if we like the look of you. Uh, And story number four... Uh, And Bloodstock have announced their final batch of bands for the Sophie Lancaster stage. Um, There's quite a few, aren't there? Yeah, so I I believe there's seven bands, um, which, yeah, it rounds rounds off the the bands that we're playing quite nicely, actually. Uh, So I'm just going to rattle through them quickly. Um, You've got uh, Mother Vulture, Basement Torture Killings, Crepitation, Inhuman Nature, Mastiff, and Paludian. Or Paludian. 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 Okay. P E L U G I O N. Yeah. Paludian. Have you heard them or Um, not? No, unfortunately, I've not heard of any of those bands. Um, But the descriptions that the Bloodstock gave in their email and gave on their their tweets, um, they all do sound very exciting. Um, Is Bloodstock a definite no for this year? Are you not going? Yes, I'm not going. Okay, just I hundred percent. I'm not go- at this point in time on the twenty fifth of February, twenty twenty two. I can one hundred percent confirm I will not be going. Okay, um, I mean the only reason I'm asking is because this could change. Um, so I'm just keeping up with what your current situation is as to whether you're going to Bloodstock or not. That's all. Do you just not believe me when I'm saying I'm not going? <laughs> well, no, actually, I don't believe you. <laughs> because you're such a fan of Bloodstock. You love it so much. I do. But I, th- I think download is going to kill me. I think it's going to it's gonna kill me. How is it going to kill now? you? When you're staying in RIP, it's the most easy existence at download ever. Yeah, but I'm in my 30s now, man. Like, oh, I don't come know. On. <laughs> Oh, honestly, once you get yourself in that RIP, you'll be you'll be so pleased with how close it is to everything. It's so worth the money. I will actually be comparing it to how close it is for um, Bloodstock um, VIP as well, because that they're literally you go in, you literally have got a, 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 a literally a minute walk from your tent to the guest area, and then you literally could trip into the main arena. See, that's nice. I do like that. Is there oh, that, a, that's the re- do they have a fun fair at Bloodstock? Mm-hmm. They do. It's all part of the same arena. Yeah. So you know, obviously, how how download has obviously you've got the the village separate from the arena. Um, Bloodstocks is an all in one. It's, it's a tenth. It's a twenty thousand capacity festival, so it's a lot smaller. So there's not really any need for the massive uh, village and then into the huge arena type yeah. um, type festival. Wow. Okay. And and you're definitely not going. I can 100% confirm to you at this point in time that I will not be going to Bloodstock. See, if you were a politician, I would take that as confirmation that you were going. <laughs> Luckily for me, I'm not a politician. Okay. 
Um, there's a new festival, isn't there? There is a brand new festival. I'm currently on a website talking about where they're discussing it, and they say Dominion Festival is a brand new three-day festival showcasing metal, heavy metal, and hard rock bands set in the stunning surrounding stunning surroundings of Ushaw Historic House Chapels and Gardens in Durham. Really? It's a 5,000 mm, it's a 5,000 capacity festival which is taking place between the 29th and 31st of July. And I'm not being funny. This lineup looks absolutely sick. Headlining on their main stage is Cradle of Filth and Blind Guardian. We all know Cradle of Filth. It's obviously Danny Filth, massive goth band. Um, through fuck me about months of life, thirty years now. Um, but Blind Guardian is a power metal band that I discovered in twenty seventeen at Bloodstock. Oh, you um, love a bit of power metal, don't you? Uh, do you know what? I cannot recommend them more. They are absolutely amazing, um, and that is a massive booking because they're huge in Europe. So I mean. For the bands that are below them on the undercard should really, really like be not grateful to be associated with them. But at the same time, I think that is what I mean. Yeah, I'd like to be grateful that they're being associated with, with two bands like Cradle of Filth and Blind Guardian, such high caliber bands. And then this undercard, again, is, is absolutely sick. You've got Evil Scarecrow, um, Raging Speedhorn, which again, Raging Speedhorn were a massive band in the early 2000s. Um, on Raging sort of... Speedhorn, it's such a great name, isn't it? You 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 love a metal band name. They do come I out. I do. With... <laughs> um, Sodom is another one. Sodom is another one, yeah. Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons. Those That's bastards. great. Those bastard Sons. <laughs> bastard. Um, who else we got? Um, you've not mentioned one band that's just sticking out like a sore thumb. In me? Um, <laughs> no, no, not in not me them. again. Uh, again, massive band, massive band from the 2000s and still going. Um, you've also got The City Is Ours. Um, again, quite a quite a new band um, that's, 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 that's kicking up a lot of dust at the minute. They are they're very, very, very popular for the size of band they are. But no, you've still missed out. On that second stage. Oh, on the second stage, Envisions are going to be there. <laughs> My boys, Envisions, are playing Dominion. See, it's just, did you hear everybody, that little noise that he made when I said Envisions? That is uh, an indication of his feelings for the band. Uh, I have been listening to their new album, actually, quite recently, and I was quite uh, enjoying that. Um, so will you, be, will you be going to watch Envisions then on the second stage at Dominion Festival? No, <laughs> to, put it, to put it bluntly, no. I, got, I mean, they've they've got a they've got a headline couple of shows in April, um, one in London, one in Leeds. Um, so I might, I might go to that. But okay. however, on the same day they play London, Devin Townsend's playing in London with a uh, a Danish prog band that I am absolutely in love with as well, Vola. Um, so at the minute, I'm either definitely not doing either or torn between the two. Okay. Um, but there yeah, are, I'm, there, I'm d- there's a possibility. I'm just really, really, I'm, I'm made up for them because, again, like I said, Cradle of Filth and Blind Guardian are two massive acts in Europe. And then these, th- these lads, they're going to they're gonna be seen amongst 
those those sorts of um, caliber of bands, and I think that's absolutely fantastic. Wow, that's it. Does look like a really good festival, actually, and I'm always in favour of new festivals coming online and. Uh, especially metal festivals. It's a three-day metal festival, which is fantastic. And up in the northeast, they love a bit of metal. So uh, I'm sure that will be great. Um, ha- well, let's have a look at the information on that. Dominionfestival.co.uk. That's happening the 29th to the 31st of July 2022. There are more bands to be announced as well. Um, so uh, I'm sure that's going to be a good value one as well. I'm just looking for ticket prices now, actually, as we speak. So let's have a look. The early bird tickets are £96, um, which, I mean, compared to some other festivals, that's not that's not great. But like I said, because of the calibre of, again, Cradle of Filth, Blind Guardian, um, I think that's a reasonable price to play. 42 um, bands over two stages. Yep. Um, let's have a look. Wow. Okay. Uh, let's take that back from what I've just said. Their glamping, or their VIP option, so it's a pre-pitched canvas bell tent with bedding and facilities for up to four people, includes dedicated toilets, does not include arena tickets, which must be purchased separately, are £411.95p. That's quite expensive. That's a big jump <laughs> from from just from standard weekend camping early bird. So weekend to... early bird, £96.28. And then for what I yeah. guess is RIP, but at Dominion Festival, 411, but without actual arena tickets. <laughs> mm. I mean, you, you, your day tickets are less than £40 a pop. Oh, that's a bit more reasonable, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there you go. If, if, you, if, you, if you'd like to do it for a day instead, it's, it's less than £40. Um, and again, the lineup is... The lineup is really intriguing. So if you're in the Northeast, or even if you're not in the Northeast, I'd definitely say give it a look in because it could be something you could be into too. Yeah, there's room for uh, camper vans, motorhomes, and all of that sort of thing as well. It's a proper, it's a proper festival, uh, despite yeah. it being new. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's the real thing. So if you've got a few extra hundred pound or a few hundred pound, depending on what you want to do, then it's well worth looking at that. So that completes our news. Next, we're going to get some advice about going to download in the guide. In this section, we'll try and answer your questions about what it's like to go to download festival, things we recommend and things to avoid. This week, changes. We have uh, some updates to the uh, actual site at download back at uh, Donington racing circuit back in 2019 after some initial changes to the download site to satisfy the airport who of course are their neighbors and some local residents as well who are having some houses built and the mud that eventually got everybody after the rain the big wigs got together and decided to make some even bigger changes to the site to keep everyone happy from 2020 onwards however Everyone knows what happened in 2020 and 2021. So 2022 will be everyone's first chance to experience all these nice, lovely changes and hopefully the much improved experiences that they will bring. There's a lot that is going to be different. So where do we begin? So you've stated the reasons for the change 
like you said, the um, the surrounding area, like local residents, there's loads of new housing going up. Um, obviously, they need to, as you said, satisfy the airport. Um, Would you live also- at Donington? No, I fuck. Well, I was about to say no, I fucking wouldn't. But because I'm such a download fan, yeah, it wouldn't bother me too much. The airport could be a bit of a pain in the ass, but the loud yeah. metal music you might be able to hear from your house—that's not too bad. I'd have more of a problem with the airport, to be honest. I would too. Uh, even the, even <laughs> even the cars screeching around the circuit wouldn't be too much of an oh, issue. Oh, I would actually love that. Um, yeah, that's going to be more of a, a feature than download is because download is for one week. A year? Yeah, obviously the circuit goes around almost like nine months of the year. Yeah, it's a busy circuit and it's world known. Um, but then you've got the airport as well. It's not going to be a quiet place to live. If you want quiet, it's like it's the same thing. You know, people who move opposite a pub and then complain about late night noise. It's the same there's sort of... Actually, <laughs> there's actually, if you, um, I think you, you might be able to find it on Google, but there's actually complaints um, with residents that have moved to the area of Reading near the Reading Festival and complained about the festival. I I I, I don't get that. Dickheads. Like Exactly. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna move to a well known site of a festival, you've got no right to complain. Especially when that festival's been there for fucking thirty years. Yeah. Um, I, I it winds me up something rotten and I don't know how these people get up in the morning and uh, live their lives living the way they do. You know, let's move house directly next to a festival site and then complain when it happens. Stupid. Um, so, I mean, to be honest, I'd be quite happy living living in Donington. I like Donington. I think it's lovely, actually. <laughs> There's some nice pubs nice, there and all of that. It's a nice little village, isn't it? Yeah. I agree with you. It is a nice little village. And you, you, um, right on, if you want to go abroad, you've got the airport. If you want to travel the country, you've got a train station. It is the nice. It's a nice place. The people are nice and all of that. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, if if that's your, let's hope they're downloaders that are moving in. Mm. You know, I'd imagine they probably all are. <laughs> <laughs> if you are, tell us and talk to us. Either uh, mo- they're either mo- motorsport fans or download fans. Yeah, either way. good with me. Um, so uh, things have moved around a bit, haven't they? Yeah. So with the again with obviously everything we've just mentioned as well, there's actually a hotel going up. Um, so you know where we used to from the car park cross over the bridge. And you've got that patch of grass leading to the entranceway. Oh, the sacred uh, bridge across the road. Yep. And then you that, that grassy patch there. Then obviously you walk up to go grab your tickets. There where you would go into the village and blue camp. On that corner, they're building a hotel. Are they? Yep. So there's, there's that they've had to compete with. So everything's had to move. The location has now... So the location of the village specifically has moved from that field, obviously where we can, if, if you're a veteran of, of, of the, the festival, you'll know where Blue Camp is, uh, the old White Camp, um, that's all now car parking, and the village is now moved to what is known as the Tarmac Lake, which used to be used as car parking for the festival. So you can imagine how big it is going to be. It is huge. Um, I remember one year uh, staying in the RIP section and having to walk through the tarmac lake to get to the bus, which would take me to your camp, the uh, regular camping. 
and it took me absolutely ages to walk that. And plus it's where you've, uh, a lot of times we, we've had to walk up there to actually get into the festival, the Tarmac Lake is where you, sort of holding area, isn't it? Or wasn't it? That's, that's. Yeah. So 2019, it was, it was the, that was the queuing area um, to get, obviously to get your wristbands to get in. So that massive Tarmac Lake as it was, will be the village, which I think is going to be amazing because it's all hard standing. Yeah. So you're not going to sink into the mud. You're not going to get your welly stuck. You're not going to. It's not. You're not going to get dirty. It's going to be brilliant. I, I, I think recommend- it's really important actually because you do need a part of the festival that isn't susceptible to mud. You need a recovery area that, when it does piss down, and let's be honest, it's going to piss down. Uh, you need a place that you can recover and. I just, I just think it's so important. I mean, it's, when you when you're twenty, maybe you don't give a toss. But you know, as you as you are, because it, it's not a young festival. There's a lot of older people that are there too, and a lot of people who are uh, with um, mo- mobility issues as well. You need that single area that you can just um, get to it and not have to worry about getting stuck in mud. Precisely, and I think they've made an app. They've made an absolute cracking decision to move it there. Why they've not done it earlier, I don't think even they know why they've not done it earlier. But it, it just it makes total sense to me. Mm. And it's also nice for the traders not to have their um, their stalls and merchandise and whatever they sell uh, caked in mud. Um, you know, because it's it's not nice. Because because when, when it's absolutely throwing it down, you don't want to walk around the shops. Well, the biggest hindrance to us, I felt, in twenty nineteen was the fact that we didn't stray very far from our campsite. I oh, I mean, I didn't personally because obviously I passed out halfway through Thursday and didn't wake up to the next day. But I don't feel as if we made as much use of the village um, because of the crap weather it was on a little corner at the bottom of a hill mm. uh, which was it was i think for the vast majority like 90 percent of the time down in 2019 it was just a mud bath and i didn't want to walk through that no i i, I didn't i totally agree with you and it, and it just i think that that was the biggest almost the biggest letdown of 2019 was the fact that we didn't spend much time actually in the village purely because it would have been an absolute ball ache to just walk from one end of the village to the other. Yeah. Let alone getting from where we were camped, which was quite close to the quite close to yeah. the. Um, we weren't that well. far away, were we? No. Um, and and even so, we didn't want to go through that. I mean, we we I think there were we may have done it a couple of times, but that's a very small amount of times we would normally go through the village because normally you're up and down there all the time aren't you because it's the village and it's where you spend a lot of your time but we we just didn't want to go there no so again this massive tarmac lake that's about 350 meters by 100 meters wide it's going to be it's going to be so much better you're not going to sink into it and if you do questions need to be asked but and it's, it's right, concrete. it's slap bang in the middle of all the campsites and you can walk there in less than 20 minutes from wherever you're camped, which is great because in the past, it's, you know, those campsites were very spread out. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I, I, yeah, that, 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 that's my biggest take from it as well, is that, again, it's central to all the campsites and it's not far away at all. Again, like you said, the furthest point from one end of campsite to the village is, is only about a 20-minute walk. So, and, and that's not too bad when you really think about exactly what you've had to go through in the past. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the location is, 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 is absolutely fantastic. So what else is new? So the biggest thing that's new that um, came to my mind was the new merch store they announced. Um, so on one side of the lake, that's what you could call it, is going to be a massive mega store merch store. So you'll be able to, like you would in any normal shop, you'd be able to walk in, try your gear on, buy it, not buy it, whatever. But it's going to have tons of stuff in it. Again, like a massive like a massive superstore. That's I'm looking forward biggest... to this, actually. <laughs> I am, dude, because again, I mean, who doesn't love a bit of merch? Oh, we all love a bit of merch. Oh, yes. Oh, exactly. Um, and there's going to be more staff as well. So, you know, the massive 30 person long queue that's in front of you, that hopefully will be shorter because they have more people working. Well, hopefully, again, it'll be sort of like a, an almost an IKEA type thing where you walk in and you just walk around. Obviously, you get to get to see the the tails, then you, then you, then you leave. Like you just notice it's not. Um, That's an interesting way of doing a merch store. I've never I've never heard of that before. You've been to IKEA, haven't you? Many times. I hate IKEA. Fucking hate the place. <laughs> oh, so bane of my life. So you don't want this new merch store to be like it, then, do you? As long as it's not. Oh, it's like a crash. For fuck's sake. I, it's yeah. That, that, the point. So the one in Reading is like a crash. Like people k- bring their families for a day out at IKEA. Oh. I don't fucking get it. <laughs> okay. So fingers crossed. No, the new merch store will not be like that. <laughs> oh my god! No, I couldn't cope with that. Um, no. So the, a sensible merch store where you actually go in. You're not queuing up outside it. You can actually go in and walk around like a shop. Like a proper shop. That will be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, hopefully do you know, I'm always interested to know what the merch will be um, and you don't really get to see much of it before you actually get there do you which is a bit well, of a shame the only thing that we're predicting is it's going to be fucking baby blue which I'm excited by don't get me wrong my, my use of swearing there isn't, isn't in a negative isn't in a negative <laughs> way at all it's going to be baby blue and I think it's going to be brilliant um, but you know you're right. Like we don't really get a chance to be able to have a proper look until yeah. the day you turn up. I mean, um, in RIP, you um, you pay for your ticket and you get things with it, including lots of merch, um, and that does include one T-shirt. Usually, usually it's a T-shirt. I think there have been hoodies in the past. I haven't had a hoodie. Uh, I've, had, I've had the T-shirts before, but usually you get a nice T-shirt that says RIP on it. So I would imagine they're doing something nice for that as well. We will be talking about RIP a little bit more because that's the experience we're going for in 2022. Oh, yes, and I'm very excited because this, this will be my uh, my first time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, the transport hub, we did cover transport in a couple of episodes previous to this one uh, but the transport hub has moved we have concrete information yeah um so how to describe where it's moved to that's what i'm going to struggle with because 
So if we base it on the new festival site, you are literally um, a seven second walk from the village or the nearest campsite from the transport hub. You meaning you get in the queue, you get your ticket, and literally you're straight into the festival. It is that close. Did you just say the, seven seconds? I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's what they boast. That's that's very specific. No, I take it back. Completely <laughs> ignore me. I'm talking bollocks. 60 seconds. Ah, uh, that's a bit more. <laughs> okay, I can cope with, with, with it being 60 seconds. Right, okay. Right, I've, I've, I found that I found the quote. So let let me let me just you know stop bullshitting and right. stop getting everybody else's hopes up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it will now be sixty second walk to the village right. and a two minute walk to the nearest camp. See, that's great, isn't it? From if you because especially if you've travelled hundreds of millions of miles on on public transport to get to even or even if you've just come off a, you know got out of a taxi, that walk with all of your shite. All of your camping gear, all your food for the weekend, all your clothes and all your kitchen sink. You don't want to have to take an hour to get to your camping site. You know, to get there within a very, very short time with all your stuff, not puffed out. You know, that's that's valuable, that is. Well, I think, again, um, I think the, 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 the biggest thing was the fact that the YouTube video actually stated um, that they had been in contact with somebody who does get either the shuttle bus or a taxi or whatever into the transport hub that if you've got a car, sweet, you park up and you can take two or three trips to the car to make sure that you've, um, you can do everything like we do um, when we do general camping. But yeah, if you've got to come off a bus out of a taxi or out of somebody's car that's dropped you off, you've only got one journey. Yeah. If you've got, if you've got a fair bit of stuff, it's going to be a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, to put it that close to the actual village and to the actual camp is is a very good move. You're gonna you're gonna make a lot of people's lives a lot better as soon as they turn up. Yeah, there was a YouTube video with a lot of this information in it from. Um, well, you can't. Was it 2020? It might have been 2020 actually. It was filmed in February 2020. And then on March the second, I believe they announced obviously the cancellation. So I mean, I mean, even they knew, even they thought at that time that like the pandemic is not, it's not going to hinder a festival. Surely not. They're going to have it cleared up. But fuck me, weren't we all wrong? Anyway, uh, so if you want to find that YouTube video, it is available uh, somewhere. Uh, so, um, so if you're going to download in a car, there are new car park locations. Now, does this mean that the beautiful bridge that we're all used to seeing and crossing is no more? I believe it's going to be only there for day ticket holders. Oh, right. So it'll be there, but we won't get to use it if we camp in. Yeah, so unfortunately, us... Um Five night or three night uh, campers uh, will be using the either the West Car Park, which is I believe we used it as a car park in 2019. If those of you remember um, 2019's festival, um, and also if you remember Blue Camp, the party camp, that's now <laughs> a car park. Have you dubbed it the party camp? It, no, that's a, that's that's how Blue Camp has always been generally seen as. It's always been seen as the party camp. That's true. I've because never heard it called that before, though. Because it's the biggest. Because I, so 
before 2022, it was always the biggest campsite. So it's always been seen as the party camp. Yeah. Um, but now, because obviously the whole the whole site has moved, um, Blue Camp's now a car park. One of the main car parks is where we parked in 2019 in that big hilly, fi- hilly field, which my car stalled on and fucking I shit myself. Oh, I don't the car remember was- that. Oh, my car's a piece of... Oh, that car was a piece of shit. It stalled it halfway up the year and I couldn't get it to start again. Oh, God. Is uh, this the one you got for free? The one I got for free. Okay. I got both my cars for free. I don't pay oh, a penny for either of my cars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so if you are coming to download for just the day, you'll park in the south car park, which you will cross the bridge from. Uh, and uh, you can walk from the south car park to the arena in 10 minutes, which is incredible. I mean, if it, if it ends up being 10 minutes, I'll eat my shoes, um, bearing in mind the thousands of people who will be there in front of you. Um, yeah, that's, that, that is a bit, of a, <laughs> a bit of a prediction, really, and a bit of a, that's a big old headline of, like, it will take you 10 minutes. It really, really take 10 minutes. How quick are the, these people going to get in to get, get their wristbands? They've got to then, obviously... Because, I mean, I think the queue that we were in for the pilot was usually the queue to get in for the day tickets. Mm, yeah. So, I mean, that wasn't 10 minutes. No, it wasn't. And and obviously the queue had been open for fucking hours by that point when we arrived. Perhaps the so, people who decided this have got really long legs or they walk really fast. Yeah, maybe they've taken like 20-foot steps. So you've got the old staples that are returning. Well, staples, I mean, the stuff that's always there, which we're, we, we all love. You've got the doghouse. Oh yes, um, which will be mind the dog during the day, which is obviously your yoga for those that like to do a bit. I did it once, and it, my my body felt awful afterwards. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it all, that also houses obviously the body takeover. Oh yes, um, on the on the on the Thursday evening. Um, air of the dog, which is the pub that's, oh, yeah. um, that's always there they, they always do a, a decent selection of beers even yeah. their own beer as well and obviously the, the Iron Maiden Trooper which is um, it's the, that should definitely be there obviously with Iron Maiden playing mm. um, there's a side splitter as well the comedy tent The si- yeah which is strange because the side splitter I always thought was in the doghouse I mean, oh no no! It's always been, I, as far as I recall, it's always been its own little tent. Oh, I don't know. I well, could be wrong, but I always thought it was separate. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, the outside split of all the, um, the the comedy acts um, will, will will be there. The Wall of Death. Um, I've never actually been in the Wall of Death. Yet. I haven't, and we should go, shouldn't we? <laughs> I think we should. Yeah, I, I think this 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 year we should definitely do it and go yeah. and see it. Um, the co-op is coming back. Oh, good. Thank God. Um, that's fucking brilliant. That co-op. Yeah, and uh, especially seeing as it's, it's not fe- it's not got festival tax on it. It's like yeah. the 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 actual co-op prices. Mm, yeah, thank God. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful that they turn up actually because it's a lifesaver sometimes. Yeah. Um, on the other side of the lake um, will be all the usual food stalls and market stalls, including Fat Frank's. So if you do forget anything, um, go to them can't recommend them more they are doing a click and collect service as well so if you need to if you want to pre-order stuff to pick up at the festival do it um and that they are a lifesaver i think i've had blankets and duvets and all sorts from them did you buy a tent from them at the pilot i did 
Yeah, they they saved my bacon big time. <laughs> yeah, they did Fucking save hell. your bacon, yes. Um, so yeah, can't recommend Fat Franks anymore. Um, uh, in the village as well, you're going to have Refresh Retreat. Refresh Retreat. Which, which we always have fun saying on this we podcast do. because it's a bit of a tongue twister. Um, so that was that, the, what is that? The Refresh Retreat, basically that is your lockers, your showers and your posh toilets. You can buy a gold package, which includes all three. Silver package, which includes your lockers and your showers, or just your lockers. But you don't have to have that in order to have a shower. You can have a free shower. There are free showers. There's going to be two two locations for the free showers. Um, in what they've dubbed Camp B and Camp F. Camp B is, if you go onto the website and see their new layout changes, you will see the blue the blueprint camp, which, is, which will, um, that's Camp B. It's just going to be on just off the side of that, and then Camp F, which is which used to be Gold Camp, which is on the, which is by the um, the side of the tr- the uh, the track. And just to warn you, those free showers are communal. There's no um, Aye. There's no so, privacy at all. <laughs> no, no, they're like cattle grids. So if you go in for your shower, just be be aware that it's not private. You will see the bits and pieces of other downloaders, and they will be able to see yours. And they'll be able to see yours too. Um, <laughs> um, so there's going to be a food court in the largest campsite. Yes. Yeah, so what what has traditionally been um, Yellow Camp um, in, in the past is now becoming the biggest campsite at Download, and they will have their own food court in there. So if you are in the camps that are east of the village, and you can't be asked trouncing all the way into the village, there will be a food court there. Um, where you where you will be able to obviously purchase your food, have a sit down and, and eat. That's nice. Um the cinema is moving as well, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, so if you've ever looked at a bird's eye view map of the um of Donington racetrack, so just off the the right hand side of the village is it's what's known as the kidney wood. And what the plan is with the kidney wood is to literally just put a top over um with no sides loads of lights and they make it sort of very atmospheric so obviously for the cinema and you're obviously watching your your rock related films oh i wonder what's going to be on this year i don't we don't get like i say we don't get to find the things out before they actually happen we, we actually they there. used to i'm sure they used to um actually like give you like a lineup of obviously what films they were going to play but yeah the last couple of years it's been a bit um you gotta wait you gotta get there to see yeah uh, there are new campsite locations, and we are all interested in the location of the campsites. Um, now, they are closer to the village and the car parks to make it easier for you to get around the site. So if you are going to and from the car uh, back to the campsite, it will be easier because if you've ever done it before, you've you've had to walk around the bleeding circuit, carrying heavy stuff, and it's not a flat circuit. It's it's quite undulating and 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 steep in parts and quite rocky. So let's hope that it is easier to get around the site from the village and car parks, uh, because uh, you know. Who I don't know. Did anybody really enjoy that that journey between the car parks and the and the, and the campsites? I don't know if anybody did. If they did, they are psychopaths. <laughs> yeah, even if you're really fit and uh, muscly, I think you might have struggled. Um, I mean, that's from my perspective as a 
a, a fat 39-year-old. Um, <laughs> but uh, when you're driving into uh, the car parks, don't follow your sat-nav, it says here. Uh, they will have uh, signs on the road for where exactly you need to be. Uh, so accessibility improvements. Now, this is very important, obviously, for people who have any kind of uh, disability and need a bit of assistance. Um, if you are a disabled access customer, they want to improve things for you. So they've kept the campsite in a hard standing location, which is interesting because how are you going to um, um, set up a tent in a hard standing location? You can't plug... Um, tent pegs into concrete can you so i'd be interested to know exactly what they've done i imagine if I'm, where i'm thinking it is is just off the track actually so the hard standing is obviously a, easier for them to get to and from the village but on they will be near grassed areas where they can pitch tents or again some of them will be taking camper vans and stuff like mm. that neither of us are in that situation to be able to experience that no. so Unfortunately, we wouldn't be able to give any advice. No, but if, if you are someone who uses the disabled access, um, please get in touch with us and, and tell us your experience because we would love to know about it and to share that experience. Um, so the new location of the village means that you can reach it on hard standing ground all the way, uh, whether you're heading from the campsite or the arena, which I know is important. Um, so that is some nice significant improvements for you. And there is a bigger dog tooth stage. Now, this is really exciting because, so in 2019, the tent packed out for 12 Foot Ninja and Ginger. That almost rhymes. It is. And, and there was a lot of kickback from it. There's a lot of complaints. Obviously, we know downloaders like to complain about things, but I think this is a valid, this is a valid complaint. Yes. So, uh, Dave and I, Dave Kingdon, who has been on the previous podcast before, we had got in a really good position for 12-foot ninja in the center of the tent. It was amazing. Um, when the set finished, we wanted to go to the loo, or Dave did, at least. And then when we were trying to get back to the tent, no, there was about 15, 15, deep, 15 people deep on the outside of the tent just to see ginger. And a lot of people did make the complaint saying you need to make that bigger or you need to be a bit more savvy when it comes to putting those types of bands on that small stage. Yeah. So they have made that tent bigger. Um, I believe have you got the capacity number in front of you there, Neil. Yeah, it's uh, been increased from 2,890, which is very specific, um, to 4,050. Which is it's it's I mean it's it's over a thousand more people that they can get in there, so uh, that's nice. I always um, the thing about the the dog tooth tent is it does tend to get busier when the weather is bad. Um, that's great cover. That's why. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's the thing is is that when it rains, even though people might not be in there to see the band specifically people rush there because it's undercover and that's the same with all of the uh, the uh, canopies so um make it bigger yeah exactly because it's not always sunny weather you know let's see it's nice to be optimistic but you know <laughs> it's download after all so that's great yeah, news it is and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. obviously with all the acts that we've we've mentioned today at least um in that tent 
it's they're going to be it's going to be an amazing thing to actually have that tent being much much bigger mm. now if you're a fussy eater you'll be pleased with the offers <laughs> you can't say fussy eaters especially with me on the other end of the microphone <laughs> no that's exactly why i said it more vegan and vegetarian food is on offer uh there's there's they're increasing that by 40 percent which is huge, isn't it? They're giving you over 30 vegan vendors to choose from on site, which is incredible. Vegetarian, uh, over 40 vendors in addition to the vegan vendors, which is it's mad. You will be eating at every... You'll have so much to choose from, won't you? I'm probably going to gain about 20 stone just from fucking download. It's not, and that's not just the, the, the standard beer consumption. It's going to be all that food. I'm really looking forward to... Um, so I got information from a friend that of a sushi place that's fully vegan. No way. I can't wait. I fucking love sushi. I do as well. And it's funny you say that. I nearly ordered some today to be delivered. Um, I love sushi, but it's, it's quite expensive. That's the only thing. Mm, Yeah. You got to have um, a, a career or a job that you're just rolling in money. Don't you Neil? So you do. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so <laughs> if you um, go for sushi at download, can you imagine how much money you'll have to spend to get some? It'll be £40. Oh, I don't mind. That'll do. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so um, then we have some faster refill points. Um, so because it can be sunny at download, I don't know whether you've ever been to a sunny download, uh, but when it is sunny, it tends to be very sunny and very, very hot. Um, so they have uh, rejigged the refill points so that when you've got uh, a bottle, an empty bottle, uh, that absolutely didn't have vodka in it when you walked in, um, all of the water refill points have been redesigned with a high flow, meaning that you can a litre bottle, one litre's bottle, can be refilled in three seconds. Now, I can see some water fights going on in the campsites, probably, uh, with a high-pressure... Uh, <laughs> water that, yeah. So, so, so when when it, when it says it's gonna it can, it's gonna fill a liter bottle up in three seconds, all I hear is high pressured yeah. water flow. Mm-hmm. Which you're either gonna put it under the tap and it's gonna just fucking gush out everywhere. Yeah. Or yeah, water fights. You'll have to have a everywhere. big opening. You have to have a big opening to be able to catch the gushing flow. Yes. Uh-huh. Water. Yes, and um, all the water bottles which they are going to sell at the bars and uh, trader stands are going to be made from renewable plant-based bottles that can also be refilled, Um, which is interesting. Plant-based bottles. I've never heard of that. There's amazing things within, like, in, like, vegan community and plant-based stuff that they're doing these days, and it is plausible. It, It will come from something that you'd never imagine that you could use. But they'll make it into something that's a bit more sustainable than um, single-use plastic. I think that's a really good idea because it does get, you know, very plasticky at download. There's a lot mm. of it that gets thrown away and, and trodden on and, and you know, it's not very nice. So that's nice that they've done a plant-based version. Um, there is going to be more recycling as well. Fingers crossed they do actually have more bins generally, but hopefully more recycling bins generally. So you're not walking through tons of crap 
um, <laughs> yeah. which if you've seen other festivals, um, the amount of shit that gets left in their arenas just purely from people just being lazy and dropping it on the floor. Uh, of course, the download, um, uh, what are they called? The sort of beaker things that you get a pint in, yeah, the, you're going to be encouraged to reuse those. And they often, they have nice designs on, don't they? So as well as reusing them uh, for your pint, you can take them home as a little memento. And uh, at the co-op, they're doing the reverse vending machines where you can recycle stuff as well. Uh, there's going to be low-carbon travel. If you travel by car, you can uh, fill up your empty seats with Liftshare, who are back this year. Uh, so um, that's the way they're doing low-carbon travel, by getting lo- less cars on the road to download by helping people who don't have a car to get there. Or whatever. I've probably said that in the wrong way, haven't I? Uh, but sh- car sharing is basically what that is. <laughs> Um, and then you've got wristbands for all. So if you come to download just for a day, you will now get a wristband. So uh, just like the, um, the the rest of the downloaders who are camping, you'll get a wristband too if you're just going for the day. And this because I I don't know about you, I keep my wristbands. Um, I don't wear them for extended periods because they can get disgusting, can't they? Um, so I remove it, and if I can remove it without cutting it. I'll uh, I'll do that, but I struggle sometimes with them. So if I if I have to cut it, I will. Uh, but I have. I actually have. Sorry to interrupt you. That I actually have a foolproof method to be able to get your wristband off without mm. cutting it. Really? Okay. Um, now, if I remember this properly, you are supposed to. So you put your hand inside, say, a sandwich bag, and then you tuck the top of the sandwich bag underneath the wristband you wrap it round and then you try and pull the bag off with bringing and obviously bringing the wristband off with it and it does come off um absolutely fine and it doesn't hurt that much i tried that last year after the pilot and i don't know if i did it wrong or whatever but it didn't didn't happen for me so i had to cut oh it, it, it happened it happened for me um that's why i said it was, i thought it was foolproof but clearly <laughs> you fucked it so it's not foolproof <laughs> so uh hopefully you can begin if you're a day if you live locally and you um are keen to get a wristband because you only go on days then uh, there you go can you imagine living locally and going to download it must be amazing warm bed every night shower Proper food. You might as well just move there now, then. What's stopping you? Oh, do you know, it's a good question. <laughs> it's a good question. <laughs> What's stopping me? I could get one of those new houses. There you go. So that is our guide of the changes that are upcoming to the Donington site for download. And uh, if you have anything that you'd like to contribute, or if you'd like to tell us about your experience, tell us about your do's and don'ts, anything we've missed, just give us your opinion. Just send us a message through the socials. Just search for FestPod, or send us a message through our website, which is festpod.co.uk. Next up, we'll find out what's coming out of your mouths on social media. In this section, we've got some of your replies to our question online on our socials when we asked, who do you want to fill the gaps 
in the Download 2022 lineup. We had one or two replies. We did. Some I thought were a bit, maybe a little bit unrealistic. What, you really? <laughs> those, those, those big gaps have been filled. However, yeah. well, I mean, it's who you want, isn't it? Not necessarily. I suppose, yeah. We weren't, we weren't really specific with the questions. So who who yeah, do you realistically want to fill the gaps? That would have been the better question to ask, <laughs> but we didn't. We only asked, who do you want? Yeah. So, yeah, in fairness, I won't be so bloody picky. Okay. Right. Um, so Dan Browning got hold of us on Twitter, and he said he would like to see uh, Suicidal Tendencies, which is a great shout because mm. they are a very, very popular band. Um, body Count. Oh. Ice T and Body Count. I've seen them um, a couple of times before at Download. Always a great show. Wow. Um, and Eskimo Callboy. Um, oh. A fairly new German band who were rejected for Eurovision, I'll have you know, which is kind of upsetting because they would have been amazing. Rejected um, for Eurovision? Mm-hmm. Yep. The uh, German panellists did not want them to represent them in Eurovision, which was shocking because they are a very fun band. Um, so having them on the Danad lineup would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, over on Facebook, Dennis Sharks, which is an interesting name. Mr. Mr. Sharks um, says Saxon would be fine. I can imagine that. Yeah, Saxon, again, almost like... Um they would have been great to uh, sub Megadeth on the second stage. That would have been a brilliant addition. Um, mm. Not my sort of metal, but um, it's right up the alley of a lot of downloaders. So um, it's up there. Yeah, alley. That would, it's right up their alley. So that would have been a great addition. Good shout. Um, we've also got uh, VT Vincent on Instagram has suggested Sabaton. Oh, I, I, I thought I would have thought they were playing anyway, but they're not, are they? No, they've got they've got a tour that they need to rearrange the dates for um, coming up this year, so that's probably why they're not at download. But again, massive Swedish um, power metal band that would have been um, an incredible booking. I believe they played in twenty eighteen and uh, got a very big crowd on the main stage. I just I just then as you were talking, I just got a wave of a feeling that it's been so long since I I've seen any of these bands. I mean, I know that you know you and me went to the um, the pilot uh, last year, but some of the, some of these bands that we're talking about now, we have not seen them for literal years. And it's, I know. It's, I just, it's, it's weird. To th- it's weird to think about. Like the last two is almost like the last two years. Obviously, apart from the pilot, they just didn't happen. Yeah. Like twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one was a complete write off. Um, so it is. It, I still find it strange to say the last download was three years ago it's incredible isn't it and, and you've started to get the feels now haven't you for the, for this year's download. oh big time <laughs> i think for, for the announcement that came yes came um yesterday obviously um oh wow yeah just going back onto my my whole spreadsheet doing the research i'm, I'm well in the mood for down it's it's just over a hundred days away just uh, just under 15 weeks away so it's creeping up yeah as we record this wait. 104 days which is one of <laughs> fifty minutes? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my god. Oh, it's going to be incredible. Can you imagine how it's going to feel when you walk on that grass for the first time this year? 
Yeah, because I mean, there's going to be a lot of people who who didn't get to go to the pilot because obviously there's only ten thousand capacity, and they're going to like this might even be the first time that some people get to see each other for oh for three God. years. I mean, yeah, I think this this is going to be the first time I've seen Dave in three years. <gasps> oh my God! Yeah, wow. Um, Oscar Brewster, who we've heard from before, he's a fan. Uh, Billy Idol. They played 2019, did they not? Oh, I don't know. Billy Idol, I'm not sure about that. Um, 2019, 2018, maybe, but yeah, still, that's a that's a good shout. It's, uh, that'd be a very popular band with um, some of the uh, the veterans of. Uh, He's made a the, list actually. There's quite a few here. The Offspring, which I would agree with. I would definitely go and watch them. Yeah, big time. Uh, Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, who we've mentioned before, love them. Love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fifty Cent and Limp Biscuit. Fifty Cent's an interesting one. Yeah, um, I I believe he's doing Park Life this year actually, and he's got his own headline tour. Um, but it's that sort of rap and hip hop from when you and I were teenagers um, that would really go down well with the download um, fan base. I do reckon he'd get a crowd for it, definitely. I do, um, and I think the whole bottling the band off stage thing at Downloads, obviously that's run dry. I've never seen a band get bottled off at Download, but I know it I did haven't. used to happen. A download? Um, it's ha- yeah, My Chemical Romance were bottled off, the, like bottled um, when they were headlining. You're kidding. I know, a band like My Chemical Romance, who would be a massive addition to any lineup now these days, was, was bottled um, by a Download fan base. Bottled. Um, the, as in, they had bottles thrown at them by the crowd. They weren't. Yeah, not not bottled. <laughs> as in, they'd taken a glass bottle around the back of the head. No, we're not. No, because that's a different no. thing. That is different. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, good call, Oscar. Good call. Um, there's some really. Do you know? I, I love some of our followers' names. Zaxter Murph <laughs> has said, "Faith no more." Again. Brilliant shout! Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, again, they were they were huge in the in the nineties. Again, would would be a would, would be a very popular addition. Oh, definitely. Um, this one from Instagram really, really, really made me giggle. Actually, um, Michael Upton sixty four said that he will do it. Ah. He will that. He is a musician songwriter from Liverpool. Oh, so, right. So he's not just some some bloke. <laughs> With the, with the well, he's no, no. He's not just he's not just a random bloke that's got no got no musical ear whatsoever. He right. is in fact a musician songwriter from Liverpool. Great. Um, so if he is listening to this, you've really made me laugh when you when you wrote that, and you never know. One day you might well be there. Well, you never know. Um, I mean, just look at the uh, this battle of the bands that's going on with the um, uh, the deal. Oh, exactly. Um, again, yeah, it, it's things like that that anybody one day could do it. I know. Um, Rory Horgan is asking for System of a Down. A lot of people have been asking for System of a Down since they were announced back in 2019. Um, How many times have they headlined? Is it more than once? I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I think the biggest... I think a lot of people weren't quite keen on them coming back in 2020 was because they had already played in 2017 mm. and it wasn't a great show. Um, I mean, that that's my opinion. Um, 
I felt the I think I think the lead singer had a bit of a throat issue, whether he was under the weather or not, and the guitarist seemed very uh, lackluster and lethargic and didn't really look like he wanted to be there. Oh really? Um again this is just my opinion. And I was quite disappointed by them. Right. So but I mean obviously a lot of people do love System of Down. They were again, yeah. they were massive when we were teenagers. They haven't put an album out since two thousand five, FYI. But haven't they? at the same time no, since two thousand five they haven't put an album out. Wow, that's mind blowing. <laughs> they, they they put they put out a couple of tracks during the pandemic, but no album has been fully recorded since two thousand five. Wow. Adam Beck would like Virgin Witch. Do you know Virgin Witch? I don't know Virgin Witch, but I believe he's left us a link for me to be able to find out. So thank you for that. And yeah. I will definitely um, have a nose. Um, Mark White. Got the, um, oh, go on, sorry. So, sorry, I got the um, the Dear Download podcast um, got in touch with us. And they have read um, a band called Raunchy, which sounds raunchy. Um, it does, doesn't it? They are, yeah, quite on the nose with the raunch, I believe. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, they are a Danish melodic metal band, which does sound rather interesting. It does. I am very intrigued. So thank you for that suggestion because it's something else. It's, it's a band that I can sink my teeth into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, yeah. Let me know if you do actually do that because uh, I, I, they sound all right. And uh, Mark White... Well, it says Mark White Riot Lefort. Uh, <laughs> why? What is it about metal and metal fans that gives them such interesting names? Um, NoFX or NoFX? Nof- NoFX. 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 Um, massive punk band, actually, and I, I mean like prop, prop, proper pu- proper punk. Um, again, uh, to be honest, they're they're one band on a on, on a list of a, a long list of bands that I'd actually like to see. Um, and they were quite quite big during the early 2000s and the 90s, along with uh, the likes of um, The Offspring, Green Day, that sort of punk. Um, yeah, that's a great suggestion. Mm. Um, I can't remember. I think they have played um, since we started going. Or oh, they might have played in 2016, I think. But yeah, I mean, that, that'd be a great addition. Kfinity91 has recommended Turnstiles, who I believe are playing 2000 Trees. Um, as are the Mazingas and Against Me. I think this person should go to 2000 Trees because I believe those three bands alone are actually playing there. Um, so if they're listening, go get a 2000 Trees ticket. Um, they also recommended Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Yes. Which we've always said, yes, please, please, please. <laughs> but unfortunately, because of the way the poster is now, um, and with Skindred in that final logo slot, I don't think it's going to happen this year. Oh really? Where would you put them? They headlined the pilot, and they were due to be in that third down spot on the main stage um, for 2020 and 2021. I mean, you couldn't put them anywhere on the 2022 lineup. They're just too good. So we have had a message in from Andy Tuner Groves. Um, I don't know if that's. Is if, if 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 tuna is his middle name or if he just likes fish? Who knows? Um, but see, he does have a question. For, well, it's a general question for each of us in three parts. What's our favourite download performance out of everyone that we've seen? That's quite a question. Um, 
I don't know who I... Do you know, there's so many. <laughs> I don't know who I would pick. Um, I The one that probably stands out the most, the lounge kittens. Uh, okay. Now, I don't know if you've okay. seen... Did you see them back in the day? No, I I only saw them through the videos that you put up on your on the vlogs that you do um, every year. Um, it, and that, to be honest, listening to them prior, mm. I thought yeah, they could be really fun. They could be really interesting. Um, and no, I, from I, the I, videos that you posted, they were. They they're not. I, well, do you know what? I'm not going to say that they were my favourite necessarily, but they really stick in my memory as being something different. Um, because if, if you're not aware of the lounge kittens, it's uh, I think it's three ladies uh, who are um, singing lounge versions of metal tracks, <laughs> and uh, everybody sings along. Everybody knows the words. It's not just metal tracks actually that they do; they do all sorts, and it is so much fun to go and watch them. And they were packed out. I can't remember which stage I saw them on, actually. It might have been... They were on the Dogtooth stage. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. Um, yeah, so if you ever get chance... I've not seen them perform again at Download since then, to be honest. So if you do get a chance to go and see them, it's, it's a good laugh. It, gets, it certainly gets you in the mood. Um, how about you? I'm struggling to think, to be honest. Um that's either because my memory's terrible or the fact that I have seen so many. Um, it's really hard to think, isn't it? Especially because when we saw them, we were probably a few pints deep. Inebriated, yes. Um, this is difficult. I'm I'm gonna the one that sticks out in my mind. I'm gonna have to say Devin Townsend, who. Um, Devon Townsend project that did a, did the um the guest slot on I think it's twenty seventeen on the second stage, and I was just, I was captivated from the first minute because he's such a because he's such a lovely bloke as well. He's so friendly and so kind and so funny when he's on the stage, and the music is just insanely good. I uh, yeah, I think I would uh, I think I'd have to say Devon Townsend pro- uh, project, wow. and I was so happy to see see him again at Bloodstock last year mm. because again he was. He was charming. He was funny, and it was a brilliant, brilliant show. Um, so yeah, Devon Townsend project from two thousand seventeen. What's uh, the next part of his question is? What's your number one band you're dying to see at download that you haven't managed to see yet? Do you have for one? this year, or was that not specific? It doesn't say. All right. So for this year, um, Spirit Box. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I want to see them. Oh, I do want to see them. They intrigue me. A hundred percent, Spirit Box. There is just, I really enjoy their music. There's so much hype around them at the minute. It's going to be an insane show. Yeah, I can't wait. Spirit Box would definitely be up there. Um, I know, obviously, you don't ask for one, but secondly, would be, <laughs> as I mentioned earlier, um, as everything unfolds. Oh yes. The, my homies from my hometown. Like I, I, I have to. I have to go and see them. I, it would be rude not to. Well, they're on. On the Avalanche stage. Um, if I hadn't already seen Sleep Token, it would be Sleep Token. Uh, but they are they're going to be on... Uh, actually, they're on the Avalanche stage as well the, this year, on the Friday. Yeah, that Friday on the Avalanche stage could be pretty popular to you yeah. and I, I think. I might spend some more time there this year, actually. Mm-hmm. Um... But um, 
do you know what? I want to see the darkness. And I know it's just, <laughs> I know it's uh, that, you know, people have got things to say about the darkness, but I, I just think it's fun. I like the, the, you know, it's, it's, there's something about the darkness that I like. And I know it's not a serious band, like a serious band, you know, like Sleep Token is, for example. But I just, I just like them, and I just want to see them. <laughs> I just want to see them. No, I, there's nothing wrong with that. I whilst, whilst they're not on my to see list because I saw them back in 2015, um, they are a really good live show. Yeah, I bet. Um, they were, the, they were the secret acts actually that were year. They? Um, and they were, they were, they, Justin Hawkins is fucking hilarious. They're a really, really good band. They're a lot of fun. So yeah. Um, I do recommend that if you're I'm in R in to see them, just go and see them. Poke your nose in, you will have a great time. And he's, you know, I know it's thingy to say, but he's, I, I just think he's, he is really talented. He's a great guitar player. Um, he's actually, he, he's on TikTok. Um, yes, I'm on TikTok and I do have an account. I don't post anything on it. Um, I just watch other people and he appears on my TikTok account and talks about music and other people doing music and, um, uh, you know, there's the trends that are happening in music and the way people play and the notes, the notes that they choose. He, he's really, actually, really well informed and a proper musician. Um, so, uh, you know, despite I believe in a thing called love being a, a sort of pop, you know, tune, and it's you know, it's not a serious tune, is it? It's it's just sort of light and airy and um, fun. He knows his stuff. Yeah, um, I, 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 I'm not on TikTok, and I have not been able to experience what you'll see what you're saying. But it's talent really wise, talent wise, yeah, I, I do. I hundred percent agree with you. And the third part of his question is, what's your favourite metal band? I think you know who mine is. Um, <laughs> well, I was going to say Corn actually, but now I'm wondering whether it's Envisions. Well, see, that's two different sort of categories, really. Corn yeah, is my all-time favourite because I've been listening to them and I've loved them ever since I was a kid. Um, yeah, I mean, in, in, in Visions, though, they've only, ever put, they've only put out three albums and I'd like to see them do more. Um, they are doing everything, everything correctly, Um they're very active on their socials, whether it be their individual social media accounts or it be the band social media account. Um, they react, they react, and they respond to fans all the time. Their music is fantastic, and I would love to see them at Download again. Obviously, the first time I saw them was at the Bawdy Takeover, where they headlined in 2018 that year. But I, they do deserve to be on the on the lineup um i even i think i posted it on my 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 private account that envisions envisions would make this lineup a hundred times better but again that's that's me with the rose tinted glasses of again yeah my modern day favorite band yeah i i'm struggling with this one to be honest my favorite metal band because it changes um it changes week to week <laughs> because i'll discover people and you know, I, I, I don't know, really. Um, is there one band 
that sticks out in your mind. It could be from everything, any generation where you just think I could put that on and I could enjoy that for hours. Um, well, I mean, ACDC is, is the one that really got me because I have, I've listened to all the albums you see. Um, but it's a great when when I first got Spotify, I thought, right, <laughs> I'm going to listen to all the albums because I don't think I had at that point, and I just wanted to to. Um, there's some great live shows actually that they recorded, a lot of them at Download, um, or um, obviously at Monsters of Rock, um, and that sort of gave me a, a, a good grounding in heavy metal. Um, but now, I mean, I don't. You wouldn't probably wouldn't call them a metal band, but their Royal Blood, I'd call them a rock band or an alternative band. Um, are, you know, I think I've seen them more than anybody else uh, live, and they have played Download before, but I think they've only played it once. See, I do think it's fair to say that they are a heavy rock band with metal influences. So, I'd, I'd, so I would, I would that that would be the obviously that would be the first band I would think of when you say to me your favorite band. Um, yeah, but like I say, it be, changes. They, yeah, because because I mean that, that, that's because like so you and I, we we try to, I mean especially I try to discover new bands and listen to things that are obviously a bit more, a bit more current and not sticking to the same seven bands. Which are, <laughs> there's, always, there's always that there's always that meme, isn't there? Where like um, you've got that you've got like um, new um, new upcoming bands in one side of it, and then like the same seven bands on the other, and like people are just like always on that. No, I, I've got my bands that I that I love and I will always listen to, but I always I'm always trying to because of download and because of new names on these lineups that I try to get into these newer bands and these younger bands just because well it, it just keeps things more exciting than having the same stuff over and over. Yeah, and this this I'm just looking at the lineup and there's so many bands that I want to see. I mean, they're not all my favourite, but I, I you know I I could I love a bit of Corn, um, Sleep Token. I mean, these are bands that I mention a lot, but, you know, I, I really like them. Boston Manor, um, Holding Absence. Um, there's there's so many. That I, I, I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to start listing bands here, but there's 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 a lot that I really like. Um, but it's, it is so difficult to, to pick to pick. To pick a favourite, it is irritating to hear all the complaints about this year's lineup. I know, obviously, people complain about it. People complain about download fucking every year, but I mean, if people were to just not focus on that top section on the main stage and go down the down the lineup and look at the bands that they don't know, they could discover their new favourite bands. But I suppose, I mean, we do like what's. Uh, what we know change yeah. can be scary to some people so that they, they stick to what they know and don't really necessarily want to try something different but at the end of the day it is a festival and there's more than just your favorites playing so I'm, I'm more than happy to go around and, and and listen to people i mean i listened to cassiette at the pilot in 2021 and i loved cassiette i now follow her on tiktok and she does some great covers as well as her own original stuff, uh, she's a really talented artist. So I really like. She's Cassie. on the she's on the second stage. Mm. I mean, that's that's huge. Like, yeah. It, yeah, it's early in the day, and I don't think her Spotify's got many tunes on it, um, or any of her streaming sites have got many songs. I think it's about six or seven songs. But 
I mean, I've I've just I've just watched your video um, that you did, obviously of of her when um, at the pilot. Yeah, so talented. It was it was so energetic and so yeah. fun, mm. and yeah, there's, there's, she's definitely one that I'm definitely um, keen to see as well. I'm um, just before I finish, I'm just going to mention Loathe as well on the uh, the Avalanche stage on the the, the Saturday. Uh, I shall be there watching them as well. Is it, did you, did, you go on. did you hear the um, the song they did with Sleep Token? <gasps> No. <laughs> right. So they've got an original song called Are You Ready? They've done it. They've they've done it with they've collaborated twice with two different bands and one of them being Sleep Token. Um not to spoil it too much. It's just pure piano um and Sleep Token vocals. Oh my god. It's gosh. beautiful. Oh. It's, it was done so well and loathe themselves as just a band generally. They're, they're fucking wicked. Oh. Um, so yeah, I'll be I'll be there watching them on the Avalanche stage as well. I think t- to be honest, I think the Avalanche stage. Looking down at the lineup, uh, probably we we may be there for quite a lot over the weekend. To I'm be fair. thinking that yeah. To be honest, a lot of bands that I know and have heard before uh, are there. So I'm going to spend more time. There. It's funny over the years I haven't actually spent that much time at the Avalanche stage because usually it's stuff that I'm not that interested in. But this year mm-hmm. it does look very good Andy well done on those questions uh, because they were very difficult <laughs> I really struggled to answer those um, he says uh, keep up the good work and hopefully see us there in June and uh, PS get the rest of the 2018 vlog uploaded yeah Neil yeah, get that yeah. get that vlog uploaded for <laughs> fuck's sake I've been waiting for that for nearly fucking five years four years sorry yeah you get clips sent to you so you've nothing to worry about you've seen it already in, in parts <laughs> but yes you're right for everybody else who is interested um, I shall I shall work on that um, as, as well as everything else that I've got to do uh, at some stage yes you will get to see it <laughs> So that's it for this episode. We'll be back soon with more news about Download Festival and all of the other festivals that surround it. So until then, we'll see you on the socials. Just look for FestPod on the socials or go to festpod.co.uk. And why don't you give us a five-star review wherever you found us? It does help new people find us. And um, if you've got to this point in the podcast... Hopefully you've enjoyed it, <laughs> you know, so you want to give us a nice review. So that's it. We'll catch you next time. Bye. A Wilco Productions podcast. I don't like things being really close to my face. Festpod, the unofficial rock festival guide, is part of the Acast Creator Network.